hello and welcome back to episode four of the Teens and Vaccines podcast. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, and we're basically going to talk about our experiences throughout this whole year and a half turnaround that really happened and really ended up shaking up our lives. So we have the whole gang with us today, and we also have a new person. His name is Cole. So Cole, why don't you introduce yourself for us? Yeah, what's up, everyone? So my name is Cole. I'm 18 and I'm from Florida. Currently, I'm doing a job at SR Parat, which is a um, company that distributes um, beer. And yeah. Yes, yes. Summer, summer jobs are real. Summer jobs are so real. But thank you for introducing yourself. And we are so excited to have you be a part of our Teens and Vaccines gang with our listeners as well. So I don't know. Today has been a very interesting day for me. So before we get into our topic of the day, I just want to ask everyone, how was your day today? We can start with Ziara. Ziara, how was your day today? My day was pretty good, pretty relaxed. I didn't work today. I work like almost every single day, but today, you know, I got time to uh, relax, sleep in a little, you know, until like maybe two, three, hey, you know what? It is what it is. I need sleep, right? So, you know, that's how my day was going. I got to eat, sleep and relax. And now I'm here with you guys, which is exciting. <laughs> so it's going good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I feel that. That's great. How about you, Kaylin? My day was very low-key and kind of overwhelming at the same time. It was the second to last day of school. So after tomorrow, I will officially be a senior, and that is terrifying. But it was a good day. We literally just watched movies all day in class, and then I watched my brothers. <laughs> That's good. Senior year is the best year, so don't be, don't be intimidated by that. Anita, how was your day today? Oh, my day was actually pretty hectic. I'm going on a trip, so there's a lot of last-minute packing. And today, we actually had to drop off my pets at a friend's house while we're gone. And we also had to get COVID tests because, you know, that's required before traveling. But yeah, there was a lot to do and still a lot more to do because I left everything for last minute. <laughs> yes, I, I procrastinate too. Cole, how was your day today? I'd say my day's been pretty slow, honestly, not really troublesome, didn't have anything going on, just kind of chilled. And Chrissy, how was your day today? My day's been pretty good, actually. Um, I spent the morning like working on homework for summer college classes, which has been really hectic. But after that, I spent like four hours straight of driving because I have my driver's test tomorrow for my driver's license. So pray I get it because that's like the only thing I'm relying on for having a good summer because I can never get a ride like anywhere. So, yeah, I really hope I get it. You'll do great. I guess a tip, uh, I'll have ZR give you a tip as well. Just relax. <laughs> Just relax and you got this. Like, don't overthink it. If you overthink it, you'll mess up. Yeah, I completely agree uh, with Michaela. It's definitely, at least for my test, it was pretty exciting. Um, I had already been driving for a while. Yeah, I just relax. It might seem intimidating at first, especially depending on who your uh, instructor is. But you know what? Just focus on the road and you're going to do great. And yeah, so 
Now we're going to move on to our main topic of the day. We're really going to talk about experiences, especially COVID experiences. Personally, I feel throughout the whole pandemic, we haven't really heard many teen stories about having COVID and all that jazz. Our voices kind of get silenced and that's why we created this podcast. So we get to talk and talk to our audience and, you know, talk it all out at this point so we can all hear each other's experiences. So in our last two episodes, we discussed, you know, what we wish um, would have happened differently and things of that nature. And in that conversation, we heard that both Kaylin and Chrissy had an experience with COVID in their family and with them personally. So we're going to dive more into that today and really just get to understand, because I think if you really never experienced COVID, it's hard to really empathize or really understand how much it impacts people. So Kaylin, we'll start with you. Give us the whole rundown, girl. Hello, you're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Make sure to follow our Instagram, which is teens.n.vax. I wish I could describe COVID as the flu. That's actually how I did describe it. Because at first, the first two weeks when I heard about it, I was like, it's like the flu, you'll be fine. I take all of that back. <laughs> I, I have really bad allergies. So I woke up one morning and I didn't feel good. So I'm like, okay, this is just allergies. But it went on for four days and my mom felt the same way. So we were like, this is off. And then my mom sprayed something in her room to see if we could smell it. And there was nothing there. No scent, no anything. So my mom's like, we have COVID. We need to stay in the house. I kid you not, I was so scared so petrified because I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't know what I was going to experience from all the things that I've heard that happens to people but after that day it just kept getting a little worse and worse the next day after that I lost my appetite so I didn't really eat much lost a lot of weight (laughs) bad but also good at the same time (laughs) um (laughs) so losing my taste also helped me lose my appetite so that wasn't very fun but my mom kept trying to push me to eat like soups and crackers, but it's hard to eat when you're nauseous and dizzy, even when you're laying down in bed. So I would have to force myself to eat something and drink something. I I can't tell you how much water I drank during this entire thing, more water than I've ever drank in my entire life. So my mom was with my brothers. They were asymptomatic the entire time. So that was good but we weren't. So my mom was taking care of my brothers while she was bedridden and I was bedridden and my stepdad was also bedridden. So it was very hard for all of us to just help each other. My mom forced me out of bed every hour to walk around so I didn't lose my strength. I remember my mom started to get a little better before me. I was kind of (laughs) jealous. I was like, why can't this be me? Why can I be eating like you and just walking around? COVID really kind of messes you up because it takes away your appetite. And when you try to get back into it after you feel better, it's very difficult to because your stomach gets smaller the less you eat. And it was very hard to like keep stuff down, even if it was like something really light. So it was difficult. 
after getting better, it was uh, still hard because my mom got her smell and taste back and like she got her strength back, but I was still kind of sick. And I guess I'm not sick, like I'm not contagious now, but I guess you could say that I'm still experiencing symptoms from COVID because no smell, no taste, as I've said multiple times. And it's, I had watermelon today and my grandma had watermelon. She said it was sweet. I'm like, where? Where is the sweetness in this watermelon? I was so sad. I can't enjoy foods or drinks the way I used to. And I've heard rumors saying that the uh, vaccine helps you get your smell and taste back. So hopefully this summer that will happen. <laughs> I really hope it happens. This is this is just awful. But I do want to describe COVID like in a couple words. <laughs> Not knowing how your body is going to react is scary. So I would say that it's very terrifying, scary. I'd also say it kind of hits you like a truck because you just don't know because it feels like a regular sickness. You feel like you either have the flu or it's just the allergies bothering you. But then you realize that something's really off. It's also kind of eye-opening because it helps you take care of your body more. And it it, kind of tells you the things that you need more of. So I drank a lot of Gatorade and water. That was pretty much it. I had soup here and then, but that was kind of hard as well. I stayed in a hotel for a little bit while I had COVID because um, just because my stepdad had gotten better. So we went to the hotel so we didn't cross contaminate anything else. So that was a little difficult as well. Just staying in a hotel bed with my two brothers and my mom who all had COVID at once. But I can say that the people at the hotel did help us a lot. They brought us food and made sure that we were all okay. So that was really sweet. And they gave us like a little um, gift basket when we left. So that was nice. I don't know what else to say. So I actually have a question, Kate. So you said that you stayed at a hotel. Was that like by your own choice or because I know that some people um, like actually got sent to hotels like because they, you know, they were actually sent mm-hmm. like actually like, oh, you had to go there. Um, were you, did you have to go or like, was that like a choice from your family? I, I cause I don't know how that works. So <laughs> um, it was my mom's choice. Uh, she decided that we should go to a hotel just so we can get our strength back and make sure that we don't contaminate anybody else. Because it kind of hit us really hard. My grandma came over one day and it was a couple of days after the New Year's and we find out, found out we were sick. So we didn't want that to happen to anybody else. So we decided to go to the hotel. Hey there, listener. You're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at teens.n.vax. Again, it's at teens.n.vax, V-A-X on Instagram. Did you ever, like, I mean, you got tested for COVID, right? So that's how you knew that you got COVID. But, like, did you? My mom got tested. She got tested because we had the same symptoms. So it, so we knew that if she got tested positive, that I would have gotten tested positive since it was the same symptoms. Right. So did you ever, like, actually head to the doctor or the hospital or anything like that? Uh, I did not. My mom pretty much took care of me the entire time while I was trying to take care of her. We knew that it wasn't going to be super bad because we knew like 
how to take care of our symptoms, the nausea, the nausea and the dizziness that kind of lasted for a while, which was not fun, but no, we did not go to the doctors or hospital. I should probably go to the doctors though, to see if I can get my smell and taste back. <laughs> I actually had a question for you, Kaylin. Um, you said that some of your family was asymptomatic and that you and your mom had it bad. Do you think, I mean, um, did your family members ever like isolate themselves from you and your mom? Because from my experience, we all got tested and I was the only one negative. So I was kind of like isolating myself from my family. And then after a while, I was kind of just like, I'm inevitably going to get it because I'm in the same house. So I kind of just gave up. So I wanted to know if your family kind of tried to isolate themselves from you guys who were sick. My outside family definitely stayed away from us for a while, but um, and like friends. But my brothers who are asymptomatic, they just stayed with my mom because uh, she didn't she didn't want to have to since they were asymptomatic, but still had COVID. She didn't want them around any other family members just in case that they gave away um, any symptoms. So they just stayed with us, but other family members, they kind of just stayed away, but also tried to keep us healthy at the same time, which was a little difficult, but it helped. Yeah, I also had a follow-up question. Um, So during that time, are you open to sharing like your mental health and how it affected your mental state? I, when I first found out that I got COVID, I convinced myself that it was going to take a turn for the worst. And that was very scary because I am an overthinker. So if something bad happens to me, I will think of every little situation that could come out of it. And it's awful. So mental health kind of deteriorated during that. It was kind of hard to have hope of getting better because it lasted for a good almost three weeks. So of having the dizziness and nausea. So I had no hope of getting better. And I kind of just wanted to stay in bed and lay like broccoli and not move at all. Cause I, there was just, I just felt like there was no point at all, but I can give my mom creds to forcing me out of bed and walking around because I feel like if I didn't do that, then my mind would have wandered off and I would have just slept all day didn't eat and I don't think that would have helped me in the long run right now yes I have never heard that (laughs) what's that idiom I have never heard lay like broccoli (laughs) my mom and I say it all the time I don't know where it came from but it kind of just stuck with me so I say it all the time now but it works because you're just in bed I guess it's just like like a vegetable, you know how people say like laying like like a vegetable like that. I guess she just chose broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say, girl, who said that? <laughs> I never. My entire family does. I I don't know. Michaela K is a trendsetter. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just say I'm gonna lay like a potato because the small potato music is like running through my mind right now. Oh my gosh. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) So we also learned through our episode, like last week and the week before that, that Chrissy also had COVID or had a COVID experience. So Chrissy, take it away. We're interested in knowing what happened, girl. 
Okay, so as I mentioned in the last episode, my mom was a frontline worker for the pandemic, and the hospital she was working at was getting COVID-positive patients like every single day, and it was only getting worse and worse. She was fully protected, like, you know, like double mask, face shield and everything, and she always immediately took a shower whenever she got home and kind of isolated from us already before she even knew that she got the virus just to be safe. And on the day that her hospital was going to be given out the vaccines to the frontline workers is when her symptoms started to show up. So she had to head home before getting her vaccine. So she missed her shot at getting the vaccine, which was so incredibly unlucky. After that, she immediately like got tested and isolated herself as soon as she got home because my house is kind of like my parents' bedroom is upstairs and me and my siblings' bedrooms are downstairs and the kitchen and the living room is all downstairs. So she was pretty much just upstairs the entire time she was sick and we would make her food and bring her like her plates and utensils all on one tray so that she could just bring it back and then we would identify that tray as infected and just sanitize it when it gets downstairs. So yeah, um, and then... We were like bringing her food downstairs. And then since this happened during the holidays, we were doing like Christmas mass and dinner while she was on FaceTime. And that was kind of a weird experience because, you know, we always had my mom there during the holiday, you know, experiences. And now she had to be on FaceTime because she didn't want to spread the virus to us. So, yeah. And my birthday is actually on December 30. So that was definitely a different birthday since that was after my family got tested because, you know, we were already exposed to my mom before she got the symptoms. So she was already carrying the virus with us around her. So we kind of felt like we had to get tested. Hey guys, you're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, Instagram at teens dot n dot vax spelled v-a-x again that's teens dot n dot vax spelled v-a-x we got the results and it was odd because my entire family was positive and i was negative which was really weird because i sleep like right next to my sister who tested positive so she's like breathing on me every night. So I, I was kind of like, how am I negative? So we just kind of assumed that it was a false negative for me and kept doing what we were doing. But for a couple of days after that, I was like sanitizing my room. I was like isolating myself, thinking that it would change something. But I was kind of like, I'm inevitably going to get it. So I just kind of gave up eventually. And then I didn't really know if I had COVID or not. I was kind of just like, dang, like my immune system is that strong, you know, (laughs) like I'm like negative and my whole family's positive. But one day, I think it was New Year's Day, I was washing my hands and I was like, why doesn't it smell like anything? Like it usually has a smell. So I was asking my mom, I was like, if we had any other soaps that weren't unscented, because this one seems to be unscented. And that's when, you know, I realized that I was starting to get symptoms. And it was unfortunate that it had to be New Year's because we were having, you know, New Year's dinner and my dad made like this huge dinner with steak and like all that good stuff. And I couldn't taste anything. So I was just like really upset about that. I was like, dang, like I can't taste anything. So, yeah, um, 
my other symptoms, I didn't really have any other symptoms. I was kind of just like coughing a little bit and then I couldn't smell or taste for like a week, but it never really fully came back until like two months after I got COVID. So that was the only thing that lasted a little bit longer. But other than that, I was fine. You know, like my family members, though, they were the ones who got really sick, like, you know, fever, nausea, everything like that. So I kind of feel lucky that I didn't get it like that, but also really guilty because I was like, you know, my family is going through all these symptoms and I'm not. So that made me feel really guilty. But yeah, that's basically the gist of it. If you guys have any questions, I'm opening it up to you guys. Yeah, yeah. I think what I want to know is how is it like, because we've all heard how hard it is for frontline workers, but how is it hard for the family of frontline workers? Like, how is it for you and your family, you know, not dealing with your mom? I think that's a bad way to put it, but that's the only way I can think of to phrase it. Yeah, it was honestly really scary because even though we were staying home, there was always a chance of us catching the virus because my mom was, you know, exposed to the virus like 24-7 at her job every single day. So like even if we isolated ourselves from the rest of the world, my mom was putting herself out there with COVID patients. So that just gives our family like this whole risk. And I felt really, really bad because my mom always felt guilty of bringing that virus home to us. And she was always so worried about everything. And I feel like that was the hardest part of it was seeing my mom feel guilty about her job when, you know, she was just providing for us. So, yeah. Well, I just want to say um, I am like, like, good job to your mom. She's definitely uh, a brave person. There was, and you too, like I, you know, we hear on, you know, the news, like, oh, um, you know, say thank you to our, our frontline workers, our nurses, our, you know, the food service people. And uh, good job, Chrissy, to you too, because I know that that's definitely a, a hard thing. And I know when, when you're hearing all this stuff on the news, especially like during that time, it's definitely scary, especially if your mom's in the front line. So, uh, so thank you, Chrissy. And thank you to Chrissy's mom. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was definitely scary, you know, seeing my mom, knowing that it was so dangerous out there and she was just constantly being out there. And if you guys, the listeners have any family members that are frontline workers, I say you should go give them a hug like as soon as possible because they're like risking their lives out there to save other people's lives so yeah those are just like the bravest people ever and I look up to them yes yes and that's from everyone the people that you hear on the podcast and the people that are behind the scenes on the podcast we thank our frontline workers they really saved the day for the COVID-19 after hearing those stories, Chrissy actually mentioned a couple words that really stuck out to me. And I think it opens up a whole conversation about some descriptive words, some adjectives that are usually not associated with COVID-19. Like we usually think of, you know, pain, the nausea, not being able to taste stuff. But Chrissy mentioned how she felt guilty and how her mom felt guilty. And all of these other words that relate to our feelings and our mental health that weren't really talked about during COVID. 
You're listening to the Teens and Vaccines podcast. Make sure to follow at teens.n.vaxvax on Instagram. Honestly, this is for anyone, but like, is there, what was your COVID experience like? Maybe did you feel guilty? Did you feel scared? Did you know, I've had some friends who just said they felt numb. Like it was a whole mess between COVID and all the political stuff going on and everything that popped up and you just couldn't take it anymore. I think, um, you know, when, when COVID happened, I think the guilt that I felt was maybe like, oh, maybe I should have spent more time with some people than I you know, did before in person. I think that's the kind of guilt that I felt. Yeah, it was, it was definitely an eye opener. You know, maybe I should have, you know, hung out with them, you know, last week or last month when they asked me to go out to eat somewhere, you know? And, and so now I think, you know, it's definitely, um, when COVID's over, definitely a time to, hang out with those people before. And I think that's the kind of guilt that I felt like, eh, and now kind of too, cause there's, you know, we can't really, even though stuff is calming down, you know, not everyone feels comfortable hanging out, you know, cause COVID isn't necessarily over. <laughs> so I think that's the kind of guilt that I felt missing out or not hanging out with people as much as I could have. I think my guilt ties back into what Chrissy said. Oh, my guilt is basically how people are out there sacrificing their lives and we can't do anything about it. And that really affected me because I just saw people on the news, just you would see the news and there was actual footage of people, you know, dressing head to toe in, you know, their COVID outfits. I don't know what they're called, but uh, yeah. And it's just really sad because they're, taking the time away from their family to help other people. And that's, that's just a very brave thing to do. Leaving, ending on a positive note for our two friends who had COVID, what was something positive that came out of it? You know, you always got to turn a negative into a positive somehow because then life will just be sad. So Kaylin, what was the positive that came out of your COVID experience? Meeting new people. I can say that getting COVID opened me to talking to more people online. (laughs) So I definitely met friends during my whole COVID fiasco. I also would say truthful. I feel like getting sick showed the truth of people and helped me in the long run. So yeah, that's my positive. Chrissy, how about you? Um, now I have a story to tell my grandkids because I actually got COVID. Instead of just telling them that we were on quarantine, I can actually tell them my experience with the virus itself. So that's one of the positives. Another one would be that I definitely appreciate my time with my family more and my friends. Because that whole like month of being isolated kind of like broke my mental health and like my extroverted personality. Like I, I was like isolated from everything. So now that I'm not, I'm appreciating it more and I'm not taking anything for granted. I am also appreciating food more because that whole month of not tasting anything sucked. So yeah, I appreciate food more and 
just life in general, like I appreciate everything more, which is a great way to live because, you know, appreciating everything in life kind of makes you live it to the fullest in a sense. So yeah, that's my takeaway from my COVID experience. Yeah, guys, in 50 years, COVID is, is going to be in the history books and our kids are going to be like, what was COVID? <laughs> and we have a whole long story to tell them. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to be like, you will be able to tell them the story and they will read it in the new history books. <laughs> My friends and I thought of all chapters and how they would write it for the new history book. And I really want to write it now. <laughs> Yes, but as long as y'all don't be using it on y'all kids and grandkids, like now I had the COVID, I was working, y'all talking about y'all tired, I don't know what you tired about, go to school, we can't be doing none of that, that's a little too much, but thank y'all, thank you to our audience, and honestly, thank you to the whole gang, like y'all make my night every Thursday night. So I would like to thank everybody. First, thank our sponsors, the Community Health Center, the Weitzman Institute, and the School-Based Health Alliance. And I want to thank everyone on the podcast, the gang. I think that's going to be our title. We'll, we'll be the gang or the crew. Who knows? Just thank you to everybody. We will see you guys in the next episode. And maybe we'll talk about stress because <laughs> it will be a long episode. But bye, y'all.